0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air.
1: Thanks for making the choice to listen local. And it's listening local that we turn to next. The 12 community access media stations across Aotearoa New Zealand have for the past month or so been well, making a bit of noise about themselves, uh, letting the community and people perhaps who aren't so familiar with what... Community Access Media is all about, know what it is all about. Of course, a 40-year history, and earlier on in the week we spoke with Bronwyn Beatty about uh, the book that she wrote, co-authored with Dr. Brian Pauling, tracing the 40-year history of uh, access radio stations across the country. Well, uh, in more recent times, uh, the alliance that brings those stations together, the Community Access Media Alliance, has appointed... Someone to be, I guess, a, a coordinator of, of a response to what's going on in the sector um, to help elevate the voices of the stations involved and, of course, through that, the, the many, many thousands of broadcasters from a huge range of backgrounds who create content and share them with you right across Aotearoa, New Zealand. Sasha Borisenko joins us on the line. now, would lovely to have you with us, Sasha.
0: Morena, thank you so much for having me.
1: Been an interesting month or so, but let's um let's go back a little bit further and just remind our listeners Sasha how you came to be involved with the Community Access Media Alliance.
0: Yes. Well, I uh, interestingly I just I saw the job pop pop up on uh, Seek and knew that Leslie was obviously the manager at OFM. So I called her because obviously hailing from Radio One and just wanted to know a bit more about it. Um, Didn't know enough about the sector, um, which kind of is one of, you know, the impetus for this campaign that we've had recently. Um, But the more I got to know about it and once I secured the job, I've just fallen um, fallen in love with the sector. So yeah, it's been a pretty amazing experience. I guess my role is to You know, represent the sector, advocate for the sector, promote the sector, and yeah, live and breathe it.
1: I mentioned just before that uh, earlier in the week we spoke with Bronwyn Beatty about the the book uh, that she co-authored with Dr Brian Pauling. Um, And of course there was a rather special ceremony at Parliament to acknowledge the release of that book. That was a pretty special time I imagine for you and those gathered
0: Yes, absolutely. I mean, we're kind of at this um, watershed moment, particularly post, uh, well, you know, during COVID-19, where people are craving these community local uh, media outlets, especially if you, you know... Um, juxtapose a backdrop where a lot of those community um, based mediums um, have been stripped in recent years um, thanks to the likes of capitalism Um, so you know it's quite important more so now than ever that people feel that sense of community or that that sense of value or worth for I guess being given the
1: voice Having come from outside the sector, as you've you've mentioned, Sasha, what are the key things that you've learned about uh, how this sector works?
0: Yes, well, I think, you know, media that's for, by and about the community, unlike, say, traditional, um, you know, mainstream media outlets, you've got that direct link, uh, link where people are given the tools, they're given the training to you know, do what they do best, whether that's, um, you know, talk about things that they are passionate about or, you know, having direct links to their communities, their people. Um, And, of course, you know, there's um, editorial in the sense that you've got to abide by the Broadcasting Standards Authority guidelines. But, you know, unlike, say, mainstream media, you don't have that editorial uh, filter, Um, Where I think, you know, um, coming from a journalistic perspective, you know, things are lost literally in translation or just through, you know, having a certain lens or worldview. So, you know, giving people a voice to, you know, do what they want to do is something that's really amazing and also gives people a sense of agency.
1: It's likely, Sasha, that the listeners to the awesome morning show have a, a, at least a, some passing understanding of, of how community access media works. They're, they're listening to this show right now, of course. But um, part of uh, your challenge uh, will have been to consider, you know, who doesn't know about community access media? Who might benefit from hearing more about it? And I guess that's what the recent campaign has been about. How has it gone? And and how? What sense do you have uh, in terms of how well the sector is reaching out across the country?
0: Yes, well, I think there, someone was mentioning that we, um, the sector has a, a, a poor cousins um, narrative around it, where you know it, we're kind of sidelined, for want of a better term to the point where it's fabulous we can kind of do what we want um and not have those um constraints that other mediums do but i think there is merit in having a public profile um you know being at the table with these larger entities so that you know if opportunities do come or do pass then we're um rather than an afterthought or a nice to have you know we're thought of front and centre um, so that's been kind of my modus operandi um, number one to be known but not necessarily popular and um, secondly you know to reach further programmers that would otherwise not know who we are so that's been pretty important I think.
1: You spend a little bit of time with the Movers and Shakers, uh, the Minister of Broadcasting of course was at the uh, the recent event in Parliament, acknowledging the release of the book. What's your sense of how well the sector is understood at a political level?
0: I think there's definitely an appreciation there, Um, perhaps because there hasn't been um, uh, the resources to lobby or to be front and centre. You know, there's so much work that can be done. I mean, I I had an amazing chat with um, Brian Pauling who wrote the book in question. And he was talking about, you know, the importance of public broadcasting and having the um, the hammocking approach where, you know, you essentially sandwich, you know, something that's um, appealing to a certain audience uh, on one side and, you know, you have a 30-minute break and then you have something that's also appealing, but then you get that catchment in between where you have... I don't know. Say thirty minutes of important messaging that people mightn't be interested in per se, but it's important for you know um, a democratic society for people to know this information. So that's been kind of interesting in itself. I think I just completely diverted the question.
1: <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, well, I don't even remember what it was. That's all good, <laughs> um, uh, Sasha. Uh, and as we move ahead of course we've seen how rapidly the, the media sector is transforming and you will have noted I guess across the stations uh, different levels of uh, um, service and approach around being a, a multimedia entity and by that I mean not just terrestrial broadcast and um, what's your sense of the opportunities we have there?
0: Well, I think primarily, suppose this campaign goes amazingly well and every single New Zealander knows what access media is, what what we're about, we still have to keep the fundamentals the same. Hyper-local, um, you, know, um, you know, and just really getting local content by and for those who, or, you know, communities that don't otherwise have a voice, say, on mainstream media. But I think really... The important thing is that everyone is so passionate in the sector but everyone could do with a bit more resourcing or, or capability there so that's really we, we mustn't lose sight of what we're about the why and how we're there.
1: I mentioned uh, the, the politicians before and, and, and their awareness and their understanding of the sector what about the the main funder for a community access media stations that's New Zealand On Air of course uh, how would you describe the relationship there at the moment?
0: We have a wonderful relationship with them. I mean, you know, they've, we've got loyalty there. They've been completely kind to us over the years. Um, you know, last year, what, there was a bump in funding. Um, it's, you know, they're part of the whanau, so to speak. So it's just keeping the, the relationship tinkering along, um, but also making sure that there are other potential avenues. You know, if there is a change in government, if there is something that um, isn't, doesn't pan out we need to have a sustainable model so that you know this important um, part of New Zealand society sticks around indefinitely.
1: Sasha so sure you probably also have been taking the pulse of of the various 12 community access meter stations across Aotearoa New Zealand what uh, what would you say um, the sector could be doing better?
0: Well I think I mean we're having discussions around, you know, we've got 12, but, you know, should there possibly be more? I mean, there's no presence in, say, Tauranga or Bay Plenty or Northland. And if we are really reflecting the communities of Aotearoa, you know, should there be a presence there? Um, that's certainly one thing. I think, you know, you don't want to go too into the kind of auditing realm because then you can start to lose that individual... Um, flavour, I mean for example you know the Planet FM up in Auckland is vastly different from say or, um, because that reflects that community there um, yeah no I couldn't possibly comment on that without um, uh, yeah stepping on too many toes.
1: When you look at the say the coming 12 months what will be the priorities in your role?
0: I think really just looking down the uh, PR route, so maintaining this um, momentum you know, what's going to happen once the campaign so people more people know about us do the stations have the capacity or the capability to um, fulfil not so much promises but to keep that momentum going um, similarly being heavily involved with um, this uh, media advisory group um, with the negotiations around or, or discussions around public media and what it means in New Zealand, headed by Tracy Martin, that's definitely something um, and similarly funding options, you know, that lobbying side of things, having a look at look at what we're doing well what we could be doing better um, yeah, so, and really just kind of expanding the horizons, I think my first year was really getting the infrastructure in place but now we can kind of, you know, go further from there
1: well, Sasha, it's, it's great to have you on board as the Community Access Media Alliance champion, the Karma champion. We look forward to seeing you again here in Aote Pote Dunedin sometime. I know you can find an excuse to come back occasionally.
0: Always, always and forever.
1: Thanks for joining us on the awesome morning show.
0: Thank you so much for having me. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.